There's always some madness in love, but there is also always some reason in madness. I saw that you were perfect, and so I loved you. Then I saw that you were not perfect, and I loved you even more. Hi, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Encounters. As you should know, if you've listened to our past episodes, my name is Haley, she, her, hers pronouns, and my worldview is Christian. I am one of the hosts of this podcast and one of the co-editors of the blog. And I'm Wa, she, her, hers pronouns, and I am not religious currently. I have been thinking a lot about my religious outlooks, but I think I've settled on not religious. And I'm also a co-host and co-editor for our Encounters blog and Encounters podcast as well. So Haley, how has it been going? You know, it's been good. We're one month into the semester and this is my last semester here. So that's a little bit crazy, but we're getting through it. Scheduling is not too bad for once. I still procrastinate and everything, but you know, (laughs) what else is new? I know. Isn't it crazy to think that we're already in February? Literally, what a month, you know? It's the shortest one. And also Valentine's Day. That's fun. (laughs) Yes, I feel like Valentine's Day is definitely like the big talk of February. And I think people have a lot of different like opinions about Valentine's Day for like it being, you know, like a consumer-based holiday. But then like some people take it so seriously Mm -hmm. and things like that. But I don't know. I feel like I've been thinking a lot about like just emotions in general. Mm Mm-hmm. And maybe it's due to COVID, but I just haven't really been feeling a lot of emotions, you know? And when I think of love, of course, people think of like the cheesy, like loving someone and, you know, finding your soulmate and things like that. But like sometimes when I think of love, I also think of just like loving something, you know, or like loving an activity Mm -hmm. or like my profession. And I just feel like maybe it's because of COVID, but I really haven't been feeling strong passion or affection towards anything or anyone. No, yeah. I I totally get that, actually. I think a lot of it is this huge switch into everything being virtual. It's so much easier to feel disconnected from all of the things that used to bring you joy. It's nothing new anymore, you know? It feels like it's a lot of the same routine ever since March of last year. But. Yeah, it's interesting you bring that up because I think sometimes for people, loving means like even through like the mundaneness of daily activities or just even the small things in life, or it could be the thing that you're doing or the person that you love through like all the normal things that you still maintain that love. Mm-hmm. But I feel I think it's interesting that because of COVID, we're just doing, you know, daily life and everything the same. I mean, hearing from you and hearing from myself and others, it seems like people have kind of like disconnected or haven't really felt anything. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know. And I think personally, I like I definitely felt that disconnection for a while, especially while I was like at home for so long, you know, we were doing school from home and everything was shut down and it was like hard to really find things to break out of the routine for a while. But that also kind of helped me take a step back and then think like, okay, what are things that I used to love that I haven't had time for? Things that I still like love doing, but I just have been putting off because I am trying this other thing that I don't even really enjoy. So I feel like partially I have found my way back into finding activities that I love or playing games or hanging out with my family or 
or talking to friends on like Zoom calls or phone calls, or it's like these little things that we don't think about that much anymore because they're the norm, but they do bring me joy. And it just was a matter of like acknowledging I still do love these things, even if they're small, you know? I feel like then we should address the question, what is love for yeah. you? Whether it's loving something or an activity or a person, I feel like the definition of love is different for everyone. And what it means to love or how to love. All it's big questions. so subjective. Because <laughs> we're already talking about the difference between loving like an activity or loving your job versus loving like a person. And there's like platonic versus romantic love and all of that. So I feel like for me, I kind of have different definitions for each thing like because I'm talking about like oh I found activities that I loved and I'm like refining my love for those things but like the way I'm defining that is just that it like entertains me or it like brings me joy for a certain amount of time you know it's like something I can do where I feel like at peace while I'm doing it whereas like if I'm talking about I love a person or I'm in love with someone that for me is someone that I feel like at home with and I feel safe around even if it, we can argue but I know that that's not going to be the end of the world you know mm-hmm. Which, like, that might be different from your definition. How do you define love in any of those ways? I think love is just so interesting. But then again, I feel like I say that about things that are just so complex and I just don't want to (laughs) get in trouble with myself because I overthink. (laughs) Because I think love is so interesting because it's so subjective, right? Mm -hmm. And then sometimes I think about religion and how religion I always say religion is interesting I'm not religious but I think religion is such so fascinating to me but not everyone will agree with this statement but I feel like religion oftentimes is also subjective along with love and I feel like love is a big part of you know a lot of different religious practices Mm -hmm. but the one thing I will say is I dipped my hands in Christianity and I think the biggest thing about Christianity was unconditional love and this kind of ties along with your definition and when I think of love my friends know me I really don't say like love a lot to people like it's not my thing to be like oh love you like you know like to a friend and also I didn't grow up in a family like that like we never just saying that like hearing that comes out of my mouth like right now it just kind of makes me uncomfortable But I don't know. It's just kind of not how my family, like, we never, like, really express affection like that. It was always through action or, you know, tough love or whatever it is. So it was different for me growing up. But going back, I think one of the biggest thing is I like the concept of unconditional love, Mm -hmm. which is what you talked about how like when you're like in love with someone you could get an argument and it's fine because you know it's not the end of the world and I think that is part of what it means to love unconditionally and for me I think that is part of what love means is that through the thick and the thin yeah it's fine you know but then like there has to be a line and I think that's why love is so tricky (laughs) I love the idea of unconditional love that Christianity presents and that I (laughs) like is probably present in a lot of other religions or worldviews as well in terms of Christianity it comes from the like God will love you no matter what because like you're his creation so you should try and mirror that and live your life that way as well but it's like you said where do you draw the line and I feel like that's something especially in a more recent generations has come up where it's like should you always be unconditionally loving someone like What if they're not giving you that back? Or what if it's too draining for you to like go through that whole process of like, I have to keep giving them love, even if it's not worth it for me. But like, how do you know? Because what if it gets better in the future? So it's just like down the rabbit hole of like, (laughs) when should love start being 
a little less unconditional? Yeah, I don't know. That's a really great question. What are your thoughts? Okay, you and I have talked about this a little bit in the past, and it's kind of what I just mentioned. I think there always has to be a point, especially if this is like you're talking about like loving someone, whether it's platonically like a friendship thing, or if you're in love with them, or if it's even like familial love, you can run into this problem as well. I think a lot of it is about finding that line of like, am I expressing love in a way that they aren't receiving it well? Or are they not expressing love in a way that... I like understand or care about or am I giving them all of this love and they're doing absolutely nothing to reciprocate so I'm wasting my time and energy and it's becoming this toxic situation. It's a lot to think about and it is hard to pinpoint but I feel like you definitely can get to a point where if you're reflecting enough like on yourself and the way that you feel when you give certain people love then you can tell here's a person that I know is worth it and that I know reciprocates it and like gives me energy back by loving me and here is a person who does not do that. Mm -hmm. Like that's where you can and figure out where to draw the line I guess but even that's yeah. subjective. <laughs> yeah that's it's funny you say that because I was thinking how that is still subjective but I guess like I feel like is there really a line when you talk about love in terms of like Christianity I feel like there really isn't right or am I wrong yeah I mean like if you're looking at unconditional love completely in the Christianity sense then there shouldn't a line you know yes it's all about recognizing that everyone's going to make mistakes and that everyone is not perfect but loving them in spite of that because you're not perfect either and people still choose to love you in spite of your mistakes in Christianity's view like God still loves you in spite of your mistakes yeah I feel like I've kind of wrestled with that concept before It, it goes back to what you're saying about like right like who gives you energy and who like almost like deserves your love. Mm -hmm. I feel like it's just so hard to answer that question because I think for me, I truly like believe in the concept of if I like, at least this is, this is purely subjective, but I feel like for me, when I know that I like, we're just talking about, I mean, at at this point we're talking about like someone, so an individual, I feel like for me to say that I love this person, I have to like give it my all. And, but I think that's how I am because with, I feel like I would be lying to myself if I wasn't giving this person my all. So I think like it would probably be dangerous for me. You know what I mean? Because then I wouldn't like know where the line is. Yeah. And I definitely feel that because there's all the like personality things and like love language and who knows how scientific any of that is. But I've always gotten the types of personality or love language where it's like I always need to be the person caring for someone else and giving them that love and like I don't necessarily have to be receiving that same thing back to feel like they deserve it you know Mm -hmm. which can be tiring but I feel like in terms of thinking about where to draw the line that's the thing is I don't know if I'd ever do in the moment it's one of those things where after you stop loving or after I stop loving someone or after we go our separate ways or if we just end on bad terms and I think about it later that's when I realize oh maybe they didn't necessarily need to be getting all of this from me the power of reflection. Yeah, like it's a lot easier to realize it looking back than it is in the moment. I agree. And I think it's up to us whether or not we want to take those things that we learn and apply it to the next thing or phase in life, you know? Yeah. And I think even if we're not consciously like saying, here's why this love wasn't good for me, we're still subconsciously learning those things and changing the ways that we love or the ways that we look for love. You know, if we've had a bad experience with it in the past, even if we're not consciously thinking about it, we're still going to seek out people who are different than the person who hurt you. 
That's true. Yeah, subconsciously, we're looking out for ourselves. Yeah, at least I hope we are. <laughs> well, we've been talking a lot about um, love in terms of, you know, loving a person or showing affection for a person. I think one of the biggest topics nowadays is self-love. And I think that just blew up, you know? <laughs> whether it's during COVID times or I don't know I think just within these last couple of years that concept has just exploded so I don't know what are your like thoughts I am definitely a big believer in self-love especially more recently I feel like it blew up as a concept I'm just like completely talking out of nothing right now this is like my own opinion but I'm like I feel like part of it is that people aren't getting married as young as they used to and like relationships aren't as that you know there's no like courting or going steady people are friends with benefits or they date for fun or they're just hooking up with people or whatever so I feel like part of it is this trend of relationships not that they're not as serious but that we just like take longer to find the person we want to marry usually or some people just realize like they're not interested in marriage at all when we're not invested in those romantic relationships I think people realize like we have to start turning that love in on ourselves because that's something that has not really been a huge focus in the past which I definitely if I could pinpoint a start to my self-love journey would probably be junior year of high school you know mm-hmm. and that's when I was like okay I need to stop wasting time on chasing loves that obviously aren't going to go anywhere and I need to start working on myself before I can really put energy into loving someone else I think another part of self-love is also just positive affirmation for yourself I think mm-hmm. that's also something that has been huge with talking negatively about yourself or like thinking negative thoughts about yourself you know things that like you kind of do without noticing Mm -hmm. I think that's also part of the culture and also with like taking a break like kind of what you said and like focusing the attention on yourself I feel like that all has been a huge thing I don't know how this is this is gonna be bad but I don't know how I feel about (laughs) self-love Like, you don't know if it seems, like, necessary. You don't know if we're, like, going about it the right way. Or what are your thoughts? I just feel like it just, like, blew up, you know? Mm -hmm. And, like, there's just so much talk about it. It just seems like a topic that people just keep bringing up. And, you know, the conversations, like, all seem the same. So, you know, people will bring up, like, journaling or, like, meditating or, like, reading a book but like I feel like those are all just like surface level things right like and I I think those things are often correlated with self-love nowadays when you when you say the word like self-love and then people will be like oh yeah you should try like journaling or you should try like staying off of Instagram and I just don't think like that's like the point I mean those are things you can do by all means but I feel like the focus you know is not just to stay off of Instagram the point of the message of self-love is to really think about how you are thinking about yourself and how you're approaching life you know yeah I agree with that for sure and I feel like it's one of those things we don't I feel like we don't compare self-love to other types of love very often but it is very similar in the way that you have to go about like it is a journey you do it's hard you're not always gonna feel like you love yourself in the same ways every day you know or some days you're gonna be like this is horrible and I want to give up on it but like if you keep fighting through it then it's fine and you have that that same struggle when you're talking about love with another person you know so I think a lot of it is maybe we should start thinking it more as how would I be treating this 
if I were like putting this love on someone else, you know, mm-hmm. I'm thinking mm-hmm. more specifically, it makes more sense to me. There's like the whole thing where it's like, if you wouldn't say it to your best friend, like, why would you say it about yourself? You know? Yes. So yeah. I guess that's what I like. Like, that's what I'm trying to get at is like, if you are trying to figure out the best ways to figure out your own version of self-love, and if you're trying to change the way that you think about yourself, then a lot of it is thinking about if I wouldn't treat someone I loved this way, then why am I treating myself this way? Yeah, yeah. And I I think it's tricky. I think that's why self-love is so tricky because I think we often have higher expectations of ourselves than of others. And I think sometimes that perspective gets overlooked because I think that's an important perspective to remember that like it's okay to have higher expectations of yourself. You know what I mean? And I think maybe that maybe for some people that is loving yourself is to expect yourself to do better, right? Because you believe in yourself. Like, I think that's what needs to change. It's like, we don't need to lower our standards of ourselves. And I, I, because oftentimes I feel like, I feel like people often turn to that, like to solve the problem, like don't be too hard on yourself. But I guess like my perspective is that like, it's okay to be hard on yourself. But like the approach and the perspective you have on being hard on yourself needs to be different. So it shouldn't be like you need to do this because if you don't do this, you're stupid. It should be you should do this because I believe that you can do it. And I know that you're capable of doing it. It's kind of like what you're saying, like if you wouldn't you if you wouldn't say this to your best friend, like why would you say it to yourself? And I think oftentimes with self-love like people often fall back on you're just being too hard on yourself well like I I guess I'm just the type of person like well I don't want to settle so like you know what I mean like there has to be another option here no yeah I get that and I think that I think a lot of it is like if people's looking at it from your point of view you know if if people's idea of self-love is like well I'm just going to lower my standards for myself I can see how that definitely can be harmful because then you kind of just like get stagnant as a person you know so I think it is definitely like not that you should be lowering your standards but maybe just setting your goal markers at different places you know you need to be making sure that your goals for yourself are attainable and that you're not like okay first day of my self-love journey I'm going to stop hating myself in 24 hours (laughs) and then when the next day comes and you still are like saying negative things about yourself you're like wow okay I guess I am horrible and I'm just never going to (laughs) change. So it's like, I think a lot of it is like, you need to figure out a pace that works for you and you need to figure out goals that you can attain so you can keep growing because we're going to be here for a long time, hopefully. So like, we got to keep growing throughout our whole lives. You can't just like stop your journey at once you turn 25, you know? Yes, fingers crossed. (laughs) So we do stay here for quite a bit, hopefully. (laughs) I'm here for a good time and a long time. Yes. <laughs> <Why not> <laughs> <laughs> yes. Well, any other thoughts? Yeah, I'm not sure. I feel like we've covered a lot of what we wanted to. And I feel like if we let ourselves, we could keep talking forever because as we keep saying, the idea of love is so broad and so subjective. There are so many different areas we could cover, but I feel like we've, we've hit the important stuff, you know? We've talked about yes. unconditional love and what it means to be in love with someone and what it means to love yourself. Those are the big things. And especially self-love, that's what people are focusing on nowadays. So yeah, I think it's an important focus, especially with COVID. I feel like we haven't, we really haven't talked much about COVID within our past episodes. So I think it, it's nice to, you know, put that into our reflections and just to be aware about how that's affecting us. But I guess we want to challenge our listeners to think about some things as we end our episode. I mean, today we talked about, you know, 
unconditional love and loving someone and what that means and what love means to us or trying to define love and self-love and all of the above. I guess we just challenge you all to think about what love means for you as we approach, you know, in February. And that doesn't have to be um, someone you love. And that doesn't have to be focused on Valentine's Day, but it could be, you know, just thinking about you know, the feeling of love and what brings you joy or happiness. Just things to reflect upon, especially in times like these. I think conversations like these always bring me life. That's something I love is engaging conversation. So we challenge you all to reflect and to ponder and let your minds wander. <laughs> I, didn't even oh, wow. I didn't even mean for that to rhyme. Wow. Amazing. No, yeah, that is a good challenge. And I hope that everybody has at least one day this month that they spend time doing something they love or being around people they love. Just doing something that gives you energy instead of taking away too much. And that's definitely what this conversation has been for me. I also love engaging in our conversations in the studio <laughs> and outside of it. So yes. Well, thank you all for listening. Again, I'm Wa. And I'm Haley. And tune in next month for topic that is to be announced. It's going to be a surprise for you all. So get excited. Thanks, everyone.